welcome to the I Created That podcast. On this podcast, you can expect fun, laughter, inspiration, and some amazing tips to help you learn more about business, marketing, and Shopify. I'm your host, Sarah Jansel, a former 20-year corporate veteran and executive turned creative entrepreneur. Today, I'm the CEO of my own company, Jansel & Co., where we help clients build, brand, and grow awesome Shopify stores. I'll be hosting some of my favorite guests on the show to share some exclusive tips about how to start a business, grow a business, and feature some super cool entrepreneurs and business partners who can help you do it too. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode on the three simple steps that you need to take before building a Shopify stores. Hey everybody, I'm really excited to be hosting today's episode about the three simple steps that you should take before building a Shopify store because many of the clients that come to us and they're just getting started or even clients who have gone and built a Shopify store but just aren't having exactly the results that they need oftentimes have missed these three easy steps that I'm going to outline for you in a simple roadmap that's going to help you do even more. One of the things that we find is many people get a product idea and then they end up just diving right into the tool. So right into the Shopify store, trying to build that. But if they haven't done the work that I'm about to outline in this episode, and also I will mention that there's a free guide that you can download that we'll tell you at the conclusion of this episode where to find it. But if they don't do the work we outline here, they oftentimes end up wasting a ton of valuable time, money, and sales in the process. And that's not what we want for you. So today we're gonna dive right in. One of the things I'm gonna tell you is that the steps I'm gonna outline are quite simple and we call them simple for a reason. This stuff sometimes isn't earth shattering and maybe you've heard the saying that the simple things are usually the right things or the answer and that is the case here. So there's three really ideal steps that I want you to take before you even dive into the tool which are gonna help you incredibly. And one of the things that's gonna happen after you've actually gone through these steps is the information that you're gonna go over And again, we do have the free download. We'll tell you about at the end of the call, it's going to have a number of exercises and questions and all kinds of really cool stuff that's going to prompt you on answering some of these things. But actually going through these steps is all of the information that is going to inform your Shopify store, your marketing, your branding, everything that you can possibly imagine advertising social media. So this is not going to not be put to good use. Okay. It is awesome stuff. And again, it's simple, but sometimes the right answer is simple and just getting clear. So we're going to jump right in here. So step one, I'm going to outline the steps and then I'm going to talk about the detail under each of the steps. Step number one is really just understanding who is your ideal customer? Who are they? And what's really important to them? You know, you get into this business and you want to start an e-commerce store and get things going. Your product is awesome. I'm sure of it. It's probably solving a bunch of problems. You know, maybe it's solving a problem that you had. Oftentimes customers, their ideal customer is literally a version of themselves and they found this product to help others. So understanding, taking the time to really understand what's important to your customer is really, really important in step one. Step two, and each of these steps are going to build off each other as well. Step two is really about determining your product's positioning. Okay, so how are you going to position that product so that your ideal customer from step one is going to buy it? right? There's some things that we need to be able to position and tell them some value that we need to add that's ultimately going to lead to an add to cart. 
And then step three is all about using that information about your customer and your product positioning to develop a professional brand. Yes, a brand is incredibly important. We all buy from brands and developing the brand and using the information from step one and step two will help us ensure that that brand is fully aligned to that ideal customer and the product you're selling. Okay, so that's really it in a nutshell, but I wanna get a little bit more crystal clear about each of the steps and kind of talk to you about some of the questions, some of the things that you should be thinking about that you should be asking yourself as you decide to dive right into Shopify, right? So these are some things you wanna get clear on first. So step number one in knowing who your customer is, okay? Getting clear on who your ideal customer is, is honestly, I said this earlier, it's gonna save you a ton of time, especially when it comes to understanding these few things, okay? First and foremost, who is it that you're actually speaking to? So who is that customer, right? So it's about getting to know and getting an understanding of who that customer, AKA buyer is on the other end of your website. And like I said before, this might help you a little bit because I would say 90% of the time, if not higher, our customers are typically a former version of ourselves. And what I mean by that is that oftentimes we've gone through something or we've experienced something or we've had a certain struggle or a problem that we needed help solving. And we find the solution by way of having some sort of product that we find that we're like, wow, people could really use this. So think about that when you're thinking about who it is that you're speaking to. If it is you, then you probably already know a lot about that customer, okay? And some of the subsequent things I'm gonna talk about. But if it's not you, and you're somebody who's just found something really cool that's gonna solve an amazing problem, then you need to think about the person that you're selling that to and get to know them, right? Know everything about them. And why? Because it's gonna help you to be so much more clear and so much more personal when we get into your online business. Guys, I always say this, we don't really have the luxury unless you have a retail store and an online store. If someone walks into a retail store, we don't have the same luxuries online as you do as having the person in front of you, being able to gather the feedback right away and actually saying to them, hey, I've got this amazing product that I wanna sell and here are all the awesome things that you need to know about that. However, while we don't have the luxury of doing that in person or face-to-face, -face, if we don't have a retail location, we can do this online. We can do this through your banners. We can do this through, you know, messaging. We can do this through blogs. We can do this through your social media. We can do this through so many different aspects. So all of this information about knowing who they are is information that we need to put somewhere so that when a customer visits your store, they know exactly what it is, you know, that you know about them that they need to know. So First and foremost, understanding who you're speaking to is step number one. And then step two is being able to talk directly to that audience. You can't talk directly to an audience or an ideal customer unless you know who. <laughs> so, you know, once you have a good idea of who they are, then you're going to start to think about how could you target and address certain emotions, feelings, things that they're going through that would ultimately lead for them to buy feelings and emotion are literally the reason people buy. Think about the last purchase you made. 
maybe at the grocery store, maybe not, right? Maybe somewhere else online, but you probably bought a purchase or made an investment in something because the company on the other end and the product on the other end told you something that was gonna address some sort of emotion or feeling or problem that you were stuck in, and it was ultimately gonna make your life better. We call this the transformation in e-commerce language. I know that sounds really heavy, like, oh my God, my product's gonna transform people's lives, but it is. You know, you're getting into business for a reason. Your product is going to make people's lives better. And so we need to be able to target the underlying emotions and feelings and reasons why people would buy that, why why that product is going into business. Okay, and then we also need to understand what the wants and needs of our customers are. How could we possibly sell to somebody if we don't understand what they want? There's plenty of ways that we can do this. Of course, the exercise that I'm talking through, and again, in the guide, there's gonna be some prompting questions that will help you get underneath that. If you are the version of your customer, you're probably gonna have a pretty good understanding of what it is that you want and need. Um, But if you're not, then maybe a little bit of market research or asking a few friends or finding someone out there that might want your product and asking them a few questions. So cheap, easy, simple ways to go about this, but really just getting solid in your understanding. And then the last item under knowing your customer is understanding if you know who they are so you can talk to them and you kind of know what they're going through, you understand what they want, what they're looking for, what they need, you should also have a good appreciation for where they hang out. (laughs) I know it sounds funny because ultimately we want them to hang out in your online store. However, we also need to get a good understanding of where they're spending their time and why. Because as a new brand, if we're going to be able to speak to that person and address their emotions and sell them our product or get them to come and visit our Shopify store, we need to know where to find them. So places such as social media, maybe blogs, you know, maybe there's clubs, groups, um, all kinds of different places. Maybe there's certain stores, conferences. It doesn't even matter where. It's just having a good understanding of where your customers spend their time. And then ultimately your goal will be to show up in those places so that you can be there to serve them and hopefully have them find your product. Okay, so taking the time to really understand these attributes about your customer, like I said, is really going to save you time and it will go into informing everything we do from product descriptions to copy or written words on your website to your banners, right, to how we position things, how you even launch your Shopify store out to the world, all of these things. So I always say to customers, clarity of who your ideal customer is ensures that your store build, your marketing and your sales will go so much smoother. Okay, so that's step number one. Step Number two (laughs) that we talked about is positioning your product to sell. Okay, if you're listening to this, know this. Your product position is everything. Okay, simply put, this is going to sound harsh. This is, there are some cold, hard realities when we get into business, and this is one of them. I would say if customers literally will not purchase from you, unless you help them understand the following key things. They will not buy, okay? And if they do, you got lucky, (laughs) okay? So first and foremost, again, not earth shattering, but you need to be able to articulate this online to a customer. So the first one is, is what is your product? (laughs) Okay, what actually is it? And maybe it's something simple, like it's a face cream 
or it's a cell phone case, or you know, it's a charcuterie board, it doesn't matter. But we need to get really crystal clear about what our product is and making sure that we're not calling it something else, right? That it's obvious that people, when they go to your store, they know what it is. I have actually seen stores, especially with technical accessories like cell phone cases and cords and different things, people will go to the online store. I had one client in particular that I did a, a consult with and nobody was checking out because when you went to the website, people didn't know what he was selling. <laughs> so it sounds crazy, but you just need to get super clear, write it out. What is your product, right? All of it. What is it? What is it? And then how does your product actually benefit the ideal customer that we're trying to sell to? Okay, so things like, you know, how it's going to make their life better, how it could transform their life, what types of things it's going to do to either maybe save them time, money, energy, maybe it's going to make them healthier, you know, and being really specific, if that is one of the broad strokes, let's say your product's going to make somebody healthier, how and why, right? So it's not good enough just to say, this product's going to make your life so much better because you're going to be so healthy when you're done eating it, right? Say we're selling a granola bar. <laughs> we need to get really specific about how there are thousands of other granola bars out there. So what makes your product unique? Okay. When you get clear on that, then the other thing you need to tell customers, and again, it sounds silly, but how should they actually use your product? Let's go back to the granola bar, okay, for a minute. Um, so, you know, if it's a granola bar, I mean, it's obvious you should eat it, right? If it's gonna make me healthier, if it's gonna be delicious, if it's gonna change my life because it doesn't taste like birdseed, whatever it is. But how else should I use the product? Is this a granola bar that I should use to supplement meals? Is it one that I should be thinking about having every morning because it provides some sort of nutrient? You know, like getting really, again, specific about it because here's the thing, guys. 99 out of 100 times when I talk to customers, who want to build Shopify stores. And I start asking them some of these questions. I literally get these eyeballs looking at me like, of course, I know what my product is. Of course, I know how it benefits them. Of course, I know how people should use it. But here's the thing. Of course you do, but I don't. And that is a great litmus test, okay? A lot of times we get so close to the thing that we're building, to the thing that we wanna bring out to the world that we often forget about the person on the other end who has no concept of what it is that you have. So while it might seem, I'm gonna call it Captain Obvious <laughs> to have to go through some of these questions, they're incredibly important. Uh, so again, just getting really specific. And then this last piece, okay? And I know this one's gonna be like, well, wait a minute, Sarah, you told me that I can't even go build a Shopify store, I shouldn't until I work through these steps. So how am I going to get this information? I'm going to tell you. Uh, but we need to understand what other people are saying about your product. Okay, aka testimonials, aka ratings and reviews, right? Uh, and so there's a really awesome way that you can do this. If you don't have a store, how many of you, <laughs> I know all of you will say I do, but think about if you know at least five people, can you just name five people off the top of your head right here, right now that you could say, hey, do you want to try my granola bar <laughs> or whatever your product is? I am guaranteeing you, you know, at least five, probably 10, probably more. But what I would say is this is one of the best things as you're going through the process of understanding your customer, being able to position your product, what great market research would it be to just get find a handful of people that you can provide your product to 
You got to tell them what it is, how it should benefit them, what they should do when they're using it or how to use it, right? All the things, but then say to them, hey, if you wouldn't mind trying this out for me and letting me know what you think, that would go a really long way. And if you like this product, I'm going to give it to you for free. If you like it, would you mind writing me a testimonial? Okay. Mic drop here, guys. How many times have you been given something for free in exchange for just telling people what you think? Nine times out of 10, if not 10 out of 10, nobody is going to say no to that, right? People genuinely want to help you. And this is a great way to start gathering some information so that we can actually put that on day one in your store, in your social media, all those things. Okay. I say this time and time again to customers, gathering customer testimonials early will help you build credibility now so that you can sell more later, okay? So remember that, easy, easy, easy for you to do, inexpensive, a couple of products in exchange will go a long way. Okay, step number three is all, once we understand our customer, once we understand how we can position things to them, we're super clear on what our product is, it's time to make sure that we're developing a brand, okay? Oftentimes, in exchange for your business, your business is a brand, okay? And having a clear brand is incredibly important. Before you start to build your Shopify store, before you start to market your products, before you do anything, (laughs) you need brand clarity. I would even say this goes so far as before you even start on your social media, okay? And why? (laughs) Because it's incredibly important. You might be actually sitting here going, okay, sounds good. Like I kind of have this general concept of brand. Like I have a product, I'm a brand, right? Um, Some of you may be saying like, okay, well, Sarah, like what exactly is a brand now that you're saying this? It's making me question it. Well, simply put, a brand is really just the first impression that you leave somebody with and you make them feel a certain way, okay? Your brand is what's gonna really help customers recognize your business, right? Think about companies that you shop from today, right? I'm using a Blue Yeti mic, okay? I recognize Blue Yeti because of the logo. I'm on my MacBook Air and that's a brand, right? Apple's a brand, all of these things, right? Everything we're wearing came from somewhere and it's a brand. And oftentimes I'm gonna go through some of the assets that will help this become more recognizable, but you wanna create things not just your product, but create a brand around your product and your business that will help customers easily recognize your business, which helps lend to trust because they start to know you, okay? So once they start to recognize it, start to know you, you start to offer some sort of consistent look and feel, then people will start to buy from you, okay? And it does take time to build this brand trust. In other words, guys, your brand is really who you are. Okay, your business, who will use you loosely, but it might be you, it might be just your business, okay? So really there's four key brand assets that you need and you need these for your Shopify store. And trust me, I remember the first time I had my brand created, oh my goodness. And I was like, what are all these things that you're telling me I need? Like, don't I just need a logo? And I thought it was kind of silly. And I was like, I don't really know what I'm paying for. But like, obviously this person knows what they're talking about. And I wanted to start my Shopify store and have it go out on the right foot, all the things. And by the time we were done the brand, I mean, I loved everything that was done. But I was honestly questioning, like, when am I going to use all of these things? And the truth is, I actually could have almost used more. I used it all the time. 
I used it in my store. I used it in my social media. I used it when I went and did women's events. I used it when I did pop-up shops. I used it when companies would contact me and ask me if I wanted to be on the radio. I used it when I was working with other businesses and they wanted to do a giveaway. And I'm gonna talk about the things that I would use and the reason, I would literally send them my what's called a brand guideline. It's essentially like a bunch of pages that outline the four key brand assets plus do's and don'ts and all kinds of things. And guys, we're actually going to do a whole other episode on what your brand identity is. So hold out for that. Um, But there's really just the four key things we're going to talk about today. And I used it time and time again. And why? So that companies that I was partnering with or other entrepreneurs or businesses or social media, like people weren't just going out and Googling my logo and it was the wrong one or it was the one I didn't want to use or the wrong color. Or it was like, you know, I'm sure you've experienced this with one company or another even if you work in corporate, where they just use things that they shouldn't. (laughs) And so we're going to create that consistency and allow people to have a guide for that. Okay. But specifically for your Shopify store, there are the four assets. So number one is your logo. And logo is often thought to be interchangeable with your entire brand. Lauren, my brand guru on my team talks about this all the time when she talks to people about branding. And really, it's like an incredibly important part of your brand, but it is not the only part. Now, we know a logo is how we recognize things, right? Uh, But there's more about that logo I'll talk about in a second. Again, I talk, think about, I was just talking about Apple or Nike. Um, There's all kinds of brands out there, Adidas, right? Like tons and tons and tons, Starbucks, right? Coca-Cola, Pepsi, list goes on, where you recognize them right away just by seeing a logo. You don't even have to see the name. You see that swoosh in your soul. You see that apple in your soul. You see that, I'm going to get this wrong, but the goddess in the green and white from Starbucks. And you know what that coffee is, right? So it's incredibly important. So that's step, that's brand asset number one. But number two is the colors. Okay, so for every single one of those brands I talked about, right, with Apple, usually they're white and gray, right? Starbucks is that dark green and white, right? Nike oftentimes is the black or the white or the gray, right? There are colors that the logo is made up of that help make that recognizable. And we need at least three colors (laughs) for your Shopify store, a primary, a secondary, and a territory that is going to help us so much with design. And usually you have between three and five because the other colors are accents that we use in social media media and marketing materials, banners, all kinds of stuff. Okay. So logo and colors are really important. And then there's fonts. Okay. Brand fonts, your logo, usually if it's not just the swoosh or something else, that's one of many logos that Nike has, but the one where it actually says Nike with the swoosh, that is a certain font. And they don't use a different font every single time they put their logo out there. That would be crazy and so much work. They use the same one every time. Why? Because again, when customers get used to seeing a logo a certain way, using the same colors, the same fonts, all of these things, then they start to recognize that and it's just easier to see it. It's going to start to build trust. They're going to know you right away. That's what we want. We want customers to know and recognize your business and we want to create a persona for you. Okay, so there's fonts that are used for that. And typically there's about three. Um, it, guys, if we use different colors and fonts and all kinds of things, and I see this a lot <laughs> with brands who don't have a clear brand, they don't have clarity on what they're using and they're just using a whole bunch of different things. What happens is then it starts to look very confusing. It starts to look very rainbow. It starts to look very disorganized. And a disorganized eye or a confused eye will not buy. 
okay? So simplicity is where it's at, just nailing these down, okay? And then the last thing that we're going to talk about is your brand voice, okay? And your brand voice is really the tone in which you're going to speak to your customer to address their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions, how you're going to position that product to them because you know it matters, right? How often have we talked about the fact in life that tone is so incredibly important? I'll give you an example, right? The way Nike is going to talk to its customer is going to be completely different than say your Shopify store, you're a lawyer, and you want to sell online digital contracts in your store. It's going to be completely different. Nike's going to be fun and flashy and, you know, really to the point and like jazzy sayings and like high energy. Whereas the lawyer is probably going to be more professional and more corporate. And I'm picturing like navy blue, right? And things like that. So you're starting to see the difference of why a brand's important. So that's really it, guys. Those are the three simple steps you need to take before building a Shopify store. And at my company, Jansel & Co., we really specialize in helping clients build, brand, and grow these Shopify stores. And we would love to help you too. One of the ways that I'm going to help you is to tell you to hop on over to my website right now, where you can download an awesome free guide, literally called <laughs> the three simple steps you need to take before building a Shopify store. It's available for everyone. And you can access that at www.jansel.com jancelandco.com slash free guide. Like I said, there's a whole guide. It's not very big, but it does include all of the things that I talked about and some questions that you can ask yourself with some worksheets that will help you get super, super clear. So that's really it, you guys. I hope you love this. I hope this was helpful. Like I said, whether you're new or you're somebody that's just not getting the results that you need, oftentimes these are the areas you just need to go and dust off so that you can get a lot more precise in your business and start to sell more, right? The end goal. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it helped you learn more about starting a business, growing a business, and doing more on Shopify. If you love this episode, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Your ratings and comments will go a long way to ensuring more people can find this podcast and all of the helpful tips that come along with it. And if you're looking for more awesome tips, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Sarah Jansel or my business at Jansel & Co., or if you're just starting out and looking to build a Shopify store, make sure you hop on over to my website at www.jancelandco.com slash free guide for the latest tips on how to be successful. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.